Welcome to the WIDA Connect podcast series, where we will explore all the hot topics affecting the equipment dealer industry. From industry news, government affairs, and manufacturer relations, to business best practices, technology, and marketing for equipment dealers, brought to you by the Western Equipment Dealers Association, here to advocate, elevate, and educate. And now, let's connect. Welcome to this edition of Legislative Landscape. I'm John Schmeiser, CEO for the Western Equipment Dealers Association. In today's topic, we address right to repair and modifying farm equipment. For the most part, agriculture in Canada has survived the COVID-19 pandemic better than expected. Weather and commodity prices have played a big part of that. Perhaps the only negative we see is that the coronavirus created major disruptions in the inventory and parts supply chain. Equipment manufacturers and dealers are addressing the issue to the best of their ability. I point this out as there may not be an awareness of the larger agricultural supply chain that works closely with farmers to help them operate efficiently and help produce food for Canada and the world. The relationship between equipment dealers, manufacturers and farmers is close-knit. Equipment manufacturers and dealers have a vested interest and strong desire for our farmer customers to be prosperous. We know that when farmers are successful, dealers and our communities are successful. That is why at this time, it would be unwise for a provincial or state government to disrupt the agricultural supply chain by implementing any new or unnecessary regulations on the agricultural community. One issue south of the border that has been gaining momentum is the so-called right to repair. In the past three years, we have seen attempts to pass right to repair legislation in over 25 states. The issue has crept into Canada as it was a discussion item with the Canadian Federation of Agriculture and in 2019, a private member's bill was introduced in Ontario. To date, no right to repair bill affecting farm equipment has been passed in either country. Ultimately, that is a good thing for the agricultural community. Let me explain why. Right to repair evokes a can-do spirit and common sense. Unfortunately, that's not what right to repair is really about. Clearly put, right to repair proposes government-sanctioned intellectual property theft and promotes illegal modification. Over the past century, Agricultural equipment has developed to become more high-tech, efficient, and safer. A modern-day tractor contains more lines of code than the first space shuttle and can operate autonomously. The high-tech tools on board today's equipment allow farmers to more accurately seed, spray, and harvest, while at the same time monitor the weather. All of this leads to producing a higher crop yield. The manufacturers have invested in this new technology because our customers were asking for it. But despite the technological advancements, farmers can still perform the vast majority of repairs on their equipment. According to a June 2020 article in Successful Farming, farmers who own modern equipment can still make 95% of the repairs on their own. So in the few cases where a farmer requires assistance for a repair, equipment dealers provide a highly trained technician who has an incentive to minimize downtime and maximize the farmer's productivity. At the same time, 
Modern tractors and combines also include better safety and emission features that are in accordance with Canadian law. These laws were designed to keep farmers and the public safe, while at the same time keeping the emission standards laws consistent with the United States. Right to repair advocates have also pursued language and legislation that would make it difficult for dealers to protect their customer data, data such as seeding, fertilizer, and spraying rates, and their crop yield. Would farmers like their crop production data shared with those who buy their trade-ins? We think not. So clearly put, right to repair laws would raise privacy and safety concerns, stifle innovation, and remove the incentive manufacturers have to create the products that customers demand. In my 25 years of working in the industry, I have yet to meet a dealer who is against a farmer's right to repair their own equipment. In our view, the right to repair movement in the U.S. is more about right to modify than right to repair. Our equipment dealer members across Canada have provided numerous examples of premature engine and transmission failures due to equipment being chipped. Our 2020 harvest has also seen an unusually high number of combine fires. It is against the Canadian Environmental Protection Act for a manufacturer, importer, distributor, or dealer to remove or alter an emission device. Yet we regularly see and hear advertisements for chips to increase horsepower or deaf defeat kits. Equipment altered from the original OEM standards runs hotter and harder and is more prone to fail. It also voids warranty, puts insurance coverage at risk, and substantially reduces the equipment's trade-in value. But let's not confuse modifying farm equipment with proposed legislation on repairing equipment. It appears that the right to repair movement is intentionally trying to conflate these two issues. Make no mistake, an equipment dealer completely understands the frustration a customer has when he gets an error code and doesn't know the extent or the severity of the issue. That is why the industry has come up with a solution to prevent the need for any right to repair legislation. Dealers and manufacturers will ensure that end users have the tools that they need to perform maintenance and basic repairs on their equipment, and to allow them to quickly identify more serious issues which require the assistance of a dealer. Simply put, our industry commitment is to ensure that folks have the right to repair while continuing to work against attempts to improperly modify equipment that compromises safety, privacy, and emission features. We are on track for these tools to be available by early 2021. More information on this commitment is available at www.r2rsolutions.org. Our dealer members are aware that WIDA has been at the forefront of representing dealer interests on this issue. In 2019, we launched a social media campaign to get the message out to farmers that modification and chipping was just not worth the risk. But lately, We have seen a renewed activity on the right to repair question. We have been invited to meet with Manitoba's Keystone Ag Producers and the Agricultural Producers of Saskatchewan later this fall to discuss this issue. We have also reached out to each Provincial Farm Implement Board to get a determination if the respective Provincial Act covers modified equipment. We are also publishing an opinion editorial on the issue. Look for this op-ed in the Western Producer, Alberta Farmer, Manitoba Cooperator, Ontario Farmer, and Better Farming Magazine later this fall. An industry solution is always better than a legislated solution. Instead of our elected officials considering right to repair legislation, they should focus on where they can really help the industry, and that's with increased rural broadband. Today's farm equipment has the ability for remote diagnostics. 
but without reliable internet access in rural areas, we cannot take advantage of its full capability. If governments truly want to help the industry in this area, make the forthcoming 5G technology available across all arable acres in Canada. Our farmers are on the front line of the coronavirus outbreak by helping to feed Canada and the world. It's clear the current system is working. The advancements in agricultural technology is helping farmers quickly and more efficiently produce crops. But right-to-repair laws would interfere with this by adding unnecessary government regulation. Let's hope Canadian lawmakers realize that this type of legislation would be detrimental to our farmers and hope that they focus on ways that they can truly help agriculture as we continue to feed Canada and the world. I'm John Schmeiser, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Continued good business for the rest of the year and into 2021. This has been We to Connect. If you have a question, would like to suggest future topics, or just tell us what you think about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us at westerneda.com, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We to Connect on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.